0: Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhardt to be there quick, get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhardt to treat you with respect, to help you save with a fair price, do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhardt always says, trust is the foundation of our business, just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhardt. Visit acpromise.com, that's acpromise.com, and tell him Eric sent you. Contractors, tired of the runaround when you need an insurance quote? 6, 4 to 6 weekdays right here on 106.1 FM, Nash Icon on your radio dial. A hey, digital platforms, iHeartRadio app, TuneIn Radio app, free download for your smartphone or tablet on the World Wide Web at NashFM1061.com and EricAsher.com. And our podcast is everywhere. Anchor's our home base, but we're on all podcasting platforms. Just search Inside New Orleans Show with Eric Asher. And, of course, the uh, social media platforms, at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram. Join the conversation there. Don't forget about the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports tonight. Jeff Duncan joins me. If you didn't catch us on Thursday, catch us tonight at 9 o'clock on Pelican Sports Television, 10 o'clock on WLAE. Saturday morning at 2 a.m. on The Deuce at WLATV2 and 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. Already up on our social media platforms, already up on the TV YouTube page, and by Monday it'll be up on uh, ericasher.com. Today's program brought to you by our friends at William Grant. William Grant Family Distillers, independent family distillers since 1887. Hot spirits on the market, Henry's Gin, Milano Tequila, Rekha Vodka. You'll love them all, of course, also. Uh, award-winning scotches. I told you, last week the rank- the rankings came out top three, top five, top ten with scotches across the world. Glenfiddich Scotch Whiskey, the Balvenie Scotch Whiskey, Grand Splendid Scotch Whiskey, and uh, Monkey Shoulder Single Malt. Tolomar Du Irish Whiskey, the second largest-selling Irish whiskey in the world with the Irish drink. And, of course, our rum portfolio includes Florida Canyon Nicaraguan rum as well as Sailor Jerry rum. Sailor Jerry rum, every bottle of Sailor Jerry rum purchased in Louisiana. those proceeds go to the God Foundation www.gotourtroops.org, over $200,000 in financial aid given out since 2012. Hey, if you know an active military member or retired military member and their family, and they're struggling right now, uh, the God Foundation can help them with living expenses, rents, mortgage payments, utility bills, insurance premiums, even necessary home repairs. Uh, what a great give back from George Loriana, Republic Beverage, and William Grant as well as Sailor Jerry Rum. So make sure, again, you contact one of those individuals that may be struggling right now. Well, it's a tough time in our country. So, again, let's give back to those who have given so much. So again, the active military members, retired military members, and their families. And, of course, if you're a, a, a bourbon drinker, fistful of bourbon, uh, and uh, Hudson Bourbon or the bourbon portfolio for William Grant. Also, don't forget about Henrik's Neptunia Gin, uh, which is our Monday sponsor. I'm telling you folks, an absolutely fantastic uh, uh, gin that uh, that you will want to have in your liquor cabinet. It's only available to March of 2023, so you only got a short period of time to be able to get that. Uh, get out there and get, again, uh, Hendrix, um, um Neptunia Gin, but also the entire portfolio of William Grant would look great in your liquor cabinet. And of course, especially with Mardi Gras coming up, come on. Whether you're heading out to someone's home uh, to be able to do, to uh, have a, a Mardi Gras celebration, maybe you're doing it on the neutral ground, you know, you're going to bring a bottle or two, man, make sure you bring William Grant with you. Uh, you'll be glad you did. All right. Um, Michael Zan joins us uh, in just a couple minutes here on the program. Uh, and, of course, uh, we'll run the gamut today, Saints, LSU, Tulane, Pelicans. Uh, we'll have our, our friend Glenn Gilbo uh, from Outkick.com. He will join us at 535 this afternoon, really probably closer to 540. Um, Uh, And we're going to run the Mickey Loomis press conference in its entirety uh, at 510. Mickey Loomis spoke for the first time, what, since uh, training camp? Um, And I listened to it twice today. Um, Look, it's not the – he didn't answer most questions. You know how Mickey is. He's not going to give you – he's not divulging anything. But I thought it was a good enough press conference that I would allow, again, those uh, that have not had a chance to hear it in its entirety – uh, to be able to hear that on the way home, the five o'clockers, especially those again uh, that will be listening on the podcast from around the world, uh, that again they don't maybe get a chance to be able to hear that, but you'll be able to hear that at 5:10 this afternoon. So we'll play that. Um, Rudy really tells me it's about 20, 26 minutes right up in there. So we'll we'll see how that goes. Uh, but I thought it was good enough that we should we should at least play it. Uh, he talks about again the uh, season end. He talks about the Peyton situation with uh, and, and of course uh, he gets into uh, you know he he. he Let's everybody know something we already knew: uh, that Dennis Allen is coming back as the head coach. Uh, they haven't done a lot of their evaluations yet, and he said that it only does this press conference during the Senior Bowl. So ultimately, again, this is he wasn't able to answer questions about players, etc. But he, again, I thought it was a decent enough uh, press conference from Mickey, where he did divulge some information that I think you guys would enjoy at least hearing it uh, going forward. So we'll do that uh, in the. Um, We'll do that in in the um, in the five o'clock hour. All right. Uh, again, want to remind everybody uh, uh, about um, about our, our program that can be found again uh, not just here on 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 one hundred six point one FM, but again, uh, our podcast is really blowing up. Uh, if you ever miss a program, you miss a show. Uh, it's so easy on on the Anchor and Apple apps because again, you can you can pick and choose where you need to go if you want to hear a certain interview. Uh, so again, I, I definitely. Uh, I recommend that, uh, and as always, again we uh, we appreciate you guys checking out our show. Whether you're doing it on the airwaves here, whether you're doing it on on, on the on the podcast, and of course, also again, uh, taking care of the sponsors, sponsor our program. You know, some really great sponsors that have been with us for a long, long time, and. Look, I've said this before. This is not charity, okay? This is this is big business here. I'm mean, This is again. You, know, you got to be able to perform, uh, you know, or again, if you don't perform, uh, then again, you you're you're out, okay? You're out. You're off the air, and, and again, you you don't have the sponsors. So again, my appreciation to each and every one of you who supports our sponsors. All right, are we ready for uh, for Mike, um, Rudy? Okay, well, let's bring him on right now. My lifelong friend. Uh, his podcast, Fazan on Football Podcast, is an outstanding podcast. I, I'm trying to talk him into doing Fazan on Sports, where he'll do it year round. Uh, baseball, when it comes to college baseball, nobody can touch him. Uh, again, recruiting, he's right there with anybody out there. He knows this, he knows football, basketball, baseball, you name it. And of course, I'm proud to have him on our program each and every week. We started together. Make sure that we always got him on a Friday here. He's Michael Fazan of Fazan on Football Podcast. Mike, how are you? Eric, my
1: brother. How you doing, my man?
0: I'm doing good, doing good on this. It's a beautiful day, man. You know, I love this is my favorite kind of weather. Okay, I mean, it's about 54 degrees outside, the sun is shining, got a nice cool breeze. I mean, oh, yeah, I, yeah. I, I just love this weather. This is this is a, the, the type of New Orleans winter I enjoy. Uh, the, the no doubt, the, uh, wet and 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 nasty. The you know humidity that gets in your bones. I'm not too much for that, but this yeah. is, this is wonderful.
1: Oh, yeah, this is this is the um, this is the best weather you can possibly ask for. Sunny and 58, 60 degrees. Oh yeah, I'll take that. I'll take it every day, my brother.
0: Any day, every day. You got it. Mike, uh-huh. so much to talk about uh, and again uh, <laughs> I'm going to Mickey Loomis's press conference in its entirety. Um but let, let's start with Walker Howard and, and, and the yeah. situation at LSU. You know, now it looks like maybe and, and I thought this too, you know. I didn't think Nick Saban was going to let a five-star quarterback get away if he thought he could get him. Uh, It looks like Bama might be in the mix now for him as well as, again, TCU, Florida, Auburn. Um, And I got a feeling he's going to land in the SEC, and I got a feeling if Nick Saban really wants him, uh, he's going to go there. The only question I have is, and this is the biggest thing and problem I got with the college athletes today with the transfer portal, You know, there's always going to be a five-star. There's always going to be a four-star that's coming through the pike here that's going to try to take your job. And if you're not willing to be able to get in there and fight for your job and to be able to compete, well, do I really want you? Now, again, I'm no no knock against Walker Howard, who, again, is a, uh, you know, again, you're talking about a legacy player. Uh, He wanted to be a Tiger his whole life. He looked at the the landscape and said, I got to go. I got to go start playing now. But that doesn't necessarily mean that if he has to Auburn, Alabama, LSU, I'm sorry, Auburn, Alabama, Florida, That there's not going to be a guy in the pike that's going to come take his job down the line here. So, I really, that's what I don't understand about this transfer before spring.
1: Yeah, and um, that's a good point, Eric. And just, you know, to piggyback on that, his father played quarterback at LSU, so he knows how the game's played. He knows what the deal is. You know, you just don't walk in as a freshman unless you're, you know, Peyton Manning or something like that and take over. Uh, So, it is what it is, I'm sure him and his dad talked about it, and they you know I'm sure his dad signed off on it and said, yeah um you gotta you gotta go find another place to play, so I don't know <clears throat> I don't know how it went down or why it went down, but i just I just you know he just wants more playing time, and uh you know Mike Scarborough hit it on the head, I mean, you don't want another year on a scouting team, and so um you know what's he I don't know if he goes to Alabama. There's other quarterbacks already on the roster. He's going to be a redshirt freshman. So is he expecting to start? Or does he, does he think he's just going to get a fair chance to be the starter because there's, there's no incumbent at Alabama? So, you know, Florida just lost a big-time recruit that he was already signed, and he asked for it to be released from his letter of intent so he can go to Miami. He, he signed his letter of intent to Florida. And I didn't, I didn't realize. No, you can change your mind now. Even before you, you, you get to school, you can transfer before you are even on campus. Right. And so he, he went to Miami, and now Florida's looking for a quarterback. And but Billy Napier have not coached in Lafayette. Uh, I guess for three out of the four years that that uh, Walker, uh, um was uh Walker Howard was at St. Thomas Moore. Right. And I'm sure they recruit recruited him. I'm sure you better they believe it. So there's probably a relationship there. And um, TCU's a natural fit. You know, best went there. They're losing their quarterback. Sonny Dykes is a great offensive coach, uh, especially for a
0: quarterback. Okay, did we lose Mike? Uh, no, you,
1: I'm, I hear you, Eric. Right? Can you hear me? Okay, good deal. Yeah, I got yeah. you now. Go ahead. It, it sounded like we lost you. No, and, it, and then I just said, you know, and then you, you know, Ole Miss and Auburn, Lane Kiffin and Hugh Freeze are, are sitting there. Mm-hmm. And hey, come on down. So it's it's going to be to me. It's anybody's guess. But if Nick Saban really wants you, you know, he gets you. So right. Uh, you know, don't be surprised if he's playing against LSU next year uh, and Bryant Denny Stadium.
0: I'm. I, w- yeah. I wouldn't be. No. And it's one of the things I thought, Mike, when this happened was, I said, you know what, there's no way Saban's letting a five-star get away. And, and also, if you can dip into Louisiana and grab a player, right? I mean, that's sure. always Lanyap for him. Uh, yeah, I figured it, he was going to be in the sweepstakes.
1: Yeah, and I mean, I don't know. Uh, you know, it's been said he wanted to come back and kick LSU's butt. You know, Well, he chose to leave. I mean, nobody told him to go. I don't think Brian Kelly told him, we don't have room for you here. Sure. I think they probably talked, and Brian Kelly said, "Look, you know, Jane Day is coming back. It's just, it's just changed the dynamic now. I, I, as Brian Kelly's probably saying, I want Daniels one more season with a year under his belt, and then with with Garrett Nussmeyer ready to go in case something happens to Daniels. Mm-hmm. Right. And so, uh, you know, it's not one hundred percent right now that Nussmeyer is not going to transfer. Who knows? You know, these kids, man, they're like, no, I want to play right now. And if you don't, I'm going somewhere else. That's just the way it is today.
0: Yeah, it's just crazy, though. Again, again, you know, you know life is competition, okay? I don't care what you're doing. You're in, you're competing. Right. You're competing in whatever yeah. job you're in, you're competing, okay? Life is a competition. And at the end of the day, I don't shy away from competition. Bring it on. I don't I care less. You're the same way. We grew up in the same place, okay? I just don't understand this mindset today is that if I can't have it now, uh, then I'm going to move on and, and try to get it somewhere else in, in greener pastures. That that's not always greener on the other side.
1: Well, I mean, listen. If if, if the rules were different, you know, the whole time in college football, this this would have been happening. I mean, listen. Five star quarterback's been told he's the greatest thing in the history of football in his whole life,
2: right and too. at every
1: level, he at every level he has been. And then you get to a situation where you're not, and you now you you really have to earn your job and um you know i'm sure guys twenty, ten, twenty, thirty years ago like damn man if i could have transferred i would have transferred you know anywhere mm. but um well, you could
0: have but you just had to sit out a year you had to
1: sit out a year right you had to sit out now uh here's the ironic part if he goes to alabama his dad was the quarterback when jerry donato took over jamie howard right. was the quarterback right and uh Remember Jerry We're going to bring the magic back, and he and Jamie Howard was his quarterback, and they go to the Ind- Independence Bowl that year. And guess who they play? Nick Saban and Michigan State. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: right. Wouldn't that be something? If he well, also Nick Saban the is, is the guy that really again, you know, reestablished LSU football, you know, and gave the foundation yeah. that. Let's face it, Les Miles lived off it, off of it, and, and so did Coach O'Gieron. Both those guys lived off that foundation.
3: Every
1: coach, every coach. Since Nick Saban is living off off of it, because it used to be LSU when you know Warwick Dunn. We can go down a list, right? Sure. Um, um, uh, the the great safety that went to Miami from Destrehan. His name's escaping me. I mean, uh, Hall of Fame. Yeah, Ed Reed. I mean, listen, the Sabans at LSU. You think those guys get out of the state? No way. Ah, No, hell no. Hell no. And he's just that great of a recruiter, and he's equally he's, he's as good a
2: coach
0: as he is a recruiter. Well, and also I mean, a foundation builder. I mean, again, he, changed, this, yeah, he, changed, he, he changed everything at LSU. Okay? Expectations, you know, uh, uh, wearing different jerseys, playing during the daytime, I and mean, all the things that everybody thought they couldn't do. Okay, yeah. again, he, he changed all of that. Let's grab a yeah. call. Clarence is That's in New Orleans. Have... Clarence, if you don't mind, let's grab a quick call yeah. here. Clarence is in New sure. Orleans. Clarence, welcome. You're on the program.
4: Hey, good, hey, good afternoon, Eric and hey, uh, Mike. I need to tell you something real quick. Your wife is an angel. She's been taking <laughs> care of my wife since July the eighth, and I just want to kind of acknowledge that to you, man. She's a wonderful uh, lady, Miss Vicki is a beautiful spirit.
1: Oh, uh, thank you so much. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree with you. She's a great therapist, man, and she's a great person. I yes, hundred percent agree. Is. Thanks for the kind words, Clarence. Hey, look, Eric,
4: yes, you've been driving me crazy. With this whole Sean Payton, he's a god. I'm just dude. I think Sean Payton wasted so many years of getting back to a Super Bowl. And mm-hmm. my philosophy is pretty simple: you could be pretty lucky to get to one Super Bowl. If right. you're really good, you get to a second. And if you're great, to you win more than one. So all this stuff about Hall of Fame and, you know, the NFL changed. The rules would change for offense, okay? Sure. So he, was, he benefited from that. And if it wasn't for his arrogance and I'm, he coaches like he's the smartest dude on the field instead of being coaching to win games. And I'm going to point out one game, and I'm going to listen to your comments. The Rams sure. game, we all blame the referees for the bad call, correct? And we all agree it was a bad call. Yeah. If memory serves me correct, we had just completed a 48-yard pass to, I think, Tommy Lee Lewis, mm-hmm. and all we needed to do was to run the ball for four plays. But what did our great coach do? He decides to pass the ball. And I go back to the Rams, game, I mean, to the Minnesota game when they had no answer for Taysom Hill. But mm-hmm. when we needed Taysom Hill to be in the game, where was Taysom Hill? Standing next to his coach on the sideline. Look, i like to thank Sean Payton for Winning a Super Bowl, we will see the ticket holders. We went to Tulane Stadium. My dad Mm -hmm. finally got to watch him win a Super Bowl, right? But man,
0: please, y'all stop it with this Sean Payton, it's God thing because he's not. Oh, well, no, and Clarence, I, I agree with you. He's not God. Yeah. And, and, again, he left a lot of Super Bowls on the table. We've talked about that. I'm one, again, that, that that's right with you. Uh, the, yes, the, the, the officials call, uh, were, were a big reason why the Saints didn't win the Rams game, but they had a lot of chances to be able to win that game, a lot of chances to win that game, and then they didn't get it done. Sean, Sean Payton did not walk on water, but he is the best coach in the history of this organization and changed I the organization.
4: Agree. I, I agree a thousand percent. But I, I just think currently the way we are set up, we, we're in for some really dark times. I don't have any confidence in Mickey Loomis. You can't keep no. trade, trading draft, draft capitals for um, Davenport and and yeah. whoever else we Oof. decided. And, you know, as great as I think is Chris Olave is, give up basically five picks to get this kid. He'll never live up to that. He'll never, never he live can't. up to that.
0: You can't you gotta be you know? Jerry Rice to live up to that. And and he's not. And, yeah. He's
4: not. And he's not. And it's too so much pressure I, on the kid too. Right, right. And I just don't think the Saints are in a position to to until we clean up clean house. I mean we need a new direction, a new perspective. Mm-hmm. I, I and agree. I just don't see it. I don't I don't see, see it
0: either. And that's the problem with the Saints. Again again the loyalty uh is is really hurt them uh, because I don't think they see the picture, the the, the big picture clearly. Again, by now, Mickey Loomis should have relinquished the general manager job, get another general manager in here, let him oversee both of the franchises, which he does well. If he's going to get involved in the cap, that's cool. But at the the end of the day, a new vision and and, and a new plan going forward, much like they did when Peyton came in. That's what they need. You, You tried continuity, it didn't work. Now you're going to give me another year of it? No, you can't recycle it. At this point, you need you need to start fresh with a new vision and a new voice, and they don't have that. They well, did it with the Bells, and look what happened.
5: Look, they right. found
0: Willie Green, who's a once in a – he's a Sean Payton in the yeah. NBA. He's that type of coach. We I, need I don't to find understand somebody. the procrastination.
4: Yeah, I, I I just don't get it. And, you know, I, I get criticized by family members and fantasy football friends. <laughs> like, I don't like, like Sean Payton. Man, that dude, he was really nice to me. I'm not going to get into that story. I actually went to West Virginia. My job happened to send me to a hospital to do some work. And mm-hmm. I went to West Virginia. He was just nice to me. But, again, I think he, he, he gets in his own way. And I don't think he'll never see another Super Bowl again because unless he tamps down his arrogance and stop coaching like he's the smartest dude in the room, he'll never get back to another
0: one. Never. Well, we'll see if he has the autonomy he has in his next job that he had in this one. And that's the other thing. When you got a job for life, you, you can, can become complacent and also, again, feel that, again, you're never going to be in a position where, even if you do something wrong, that there's any, going to be any type of consequences. Hey, Clarence, thanks for the, for the phone call, and I agree 100% about Vicky. Wonderful person. <laughs> Thank you, Clarence. Mike, jump in here. Yeah.
1: Um, well, I mean, listen, I agree with Clarence that Sean Payne's not the greatest coach in the history of football, but like you said, Eric, he's the greatest coach in the history of the Saints. And um, I didn't get a chance to ask him. I was going to ask, and I'll ask you,
0: is Sean Payton better than John Gruden? Do you think? You mean overall? I would say yeah. um, yes. Yeah. I, I mean, would say listen. yes. Because of the okay. longevity, yes. I would say yes.
1: John Gruden took a team that Tony Dungy built to the Super Bowls first year, and they declined right. every year after that to, to actually when he got fired.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: Sean Payton kept he he built the team, built it from scratch, took it to the Super Bowl, had a Hall of Fame quarterback. We got, you know, we can't forget yep. that.
3: Can't forget that. But
1: um but um be, be, between him and Breeze, they made this franchise a a, a um, you know, uh, an elite franchise. Yes. And um so <clears throat> he's very innovative on the offensive side of the ball. Uh, to the point where I mean, he's comp- I compared him to Eric Coriel to Don Coriel one time. I mean, just, mm-hmm. just his knowledge, of football, and game planning, and creating uh, mismatches. I think nobody's better than him. Uh, but he does have his flaws. I mean, Clarence had a point. He gets in his own way sometimes. We've seen in his sure. play calling. Uh, we see mm-hmm. we hear about it in his personal life. We get to hear things from other, yes.
2: sure. you know,
1: about things going on, and so. Uh, I mean, look at the. Just, I'll give you one example: the the engagement party the Friday before the Falcons game. Who does that? Right. Uh, who Nobody does that. that.
0: Nobody nope. who nobody's, knows. Nobody who's taking you know, your job seriously does that.
1: Somebody who's bulletproof,
0: who can do whatever
1: the hell he feels like doing. That's right. And when you when you get away with stuff for so long, you you do stuff like that. Um nothing's going to happen to me, you know. And now we now we're moving forward. to, we're now the Saints in a position where they can get something of real value to take back maybe some draft picks that they've squandered over the last few years to get a boatload, I mean a boatload, of draft picks. I'm talking John Gruden-type stuff.
0: I agree. Most people don't, Mike.
1: I know. Most people think
0: that, again, you're lucky to get a first-round pick in today's world. This is the best coach on the market, okay? And it might be the best coach on the market for a long time. And it is up to Mickey Loomis who said it again today in the press conference. We are close. We are friends. I don't care about friendship. Right. You and I are friends. Okay. I mean, yeah. uh, but if if it, if it's business, business, is business. Yeah. Right. right. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and being, let's say, I was in Sean
1: Payton's position, and you were Mickey Loomis, all the other way around, I'd be like, dude, just no, get everything you can for me. You know, I want you to get everything you can, multiple, whatever. Uh, you know. That's why Sean I think Payton Houston's
0: is- the best spot. Because I don't think I don't think Peyton wants to go into a situation where he is void devoid of first round picks for a couple of seasons, but yeah. if you look at the Houston situation, you have multiple first round picks over the next couple of years. Right. So you can you can but, yeah. get a, a, you can you take can the afford. Cleveland picks. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And and, yep. and they still have Houston's picks that are available to them. Sure. And the
1: thing about it is uh, another thing. Yeah, I don't know how. Where this even came out, I think somebody in the Saints organization is feeding this bull bull to some reporters who are reporting that. But I mean, to me, like you said, the price starts at where, what what the Raiders got for Gruden, right? first first, two a, seconds in cash. He's a Super Bowl coach who's not out there because he got fired. He stepped he stepped away. I think Bill Parcells the only the last one to do that. To, to step away from a job and then put himself mm-hmm. back on the market as a Super Bowl winning coach. Right. Now <clears throat> now Gruden Gruden got he was with the Raiders but he hadn't been to the Super Bowl yet. But he did a good That's job, right. a good enough job to get a lot of compensation the Raiders got for him.
0: The Glazers wanted him score. bad in Tampa. And were and willing so, to give up whatever they had to give up. And how
1: bad you want Sean Payton if I'm if I'm Mickey Loomis, how bad you want him? It's all it, if you think you're going to get away with a late first round pick uh, you know well Sean got to sit out another couple of years until he can negotiate his own deal uh I would be willing to say no I don't you know don't coach I'm fine we got draft picks next year when will have a one but we the Saints have drafted well before when they don't have a first round pick Mm-hmm. I mean, you can make the case that the Saints' worst picks over the la- over the years has been their first round pick, Peyton right. Turner. I mean, come on, Marcus Davenport. Davenport. Do we have to go down the list? I mean, Jonathan Sullivan. I mean, I mean on and on and on.
0: Uh, Mike that that's part of my issue with Mickey Loomis. I mean, again, look, his first draft was 03 and uh after um uh after um uh Rick Mueller was fired in 0-2, yeah. which was still a shock to still today, okay? Yeah. Um, right. here's it, here is it Jonathan Sullivan, John Stinchcomb, C. Grant, Montreal Holland, Melvin Williams, Kareem Kelly, Talman Gardner. That's his first yeah. draft. Jonathan right. Stitchcomb's the only player. Second draft Will Smith, Devery Henderson, Courtney Watson, Rodney Leslie, Mike Carney, Colby Bowarth. Bull, uh, okay, so Will Smith, Henderson, and, and Carney, okay? Leslie had a cup of coffee. Um, yeah. I mean, the third draft was the 2005 draft in, in, which, in which he drafted Jamal Brown, who ended up being oh. an NFL well. tackle, all right? Yeah. But, but after that, Bullock, Josh Bullocks, Albert Fincher, Chase Lyman, Adrian McPhersons, Jason Jefferson, Jimmy Verdon. Are you kidding me? I mean, right. this is, is why I've, I've been preaching. This guy can't be in charge. He does not know personnel. And now he's yeah. going to be in charge again.
1: I said Rick Mueller, I meant Randy Mueller, but Rick right, Mueller Randy, was right. still the scout for the Saints. Uh, he, was. he was. And, and a list lot list of
0: this input of on these three drafts were Rick Mueller right. and Mickey Lewis. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um, and then you saw with you know somebody who knows how to draft camp came along, and you saw it like when Ireland came over, and you're like, oh, this is like a person who knows what he's doing, who knows how to draft. Well, even now, from 06
0: a- on, they had pretty decent drafts. I mean, again... Maybe the 07 draft, where, you, where again you had Meacham and, and, and Young, Yosama Young. Those were, you know, Antonio Pittman ended up playing elsewhere. Bushrod played a long time in, in, in the league. But they had three or four players in every draft. I mean, but you can't come out with yeah. one player a draft. And then you can't be, right. you've got to hit on your first round pick as well. Yeah. So, well, yeah, Pittman no, got beat I mean, out by
1: uh, Pittman got beat out by Pierre
0: Thomas. By Pierre That's Thomas, well. right. Yeah. But he ended up playing but elsewhere. I think he played with the Rams. He, with the Rams. But, um,
1: no, I mean, listen. Uh, the Saints—they kind of lost their way in the draft a couple of years, yep. you know. When they only—I think the Brandon Cooks draft was—he was the only player that's still in the league. And then, um, you know, Stephon Anthony pick after they picked Andres oh, Pete. Gosh. I mean, it, it goes on and on. And then they got somebody who knew, who knows what the hell he's doing as far as scouting and drafting. And Jeff Ireland, and he but has they to haven't protected him,
0: Mike. He talked he about to it hit. today. They, they haven't done anything to protect Ireland. They haven't made him general manager. So again, if if Peyton gets a job and he decides on one Ireland, who is an assistant general manager, makes him a general manager, well, they can't stop him from moving. Right. No, they can't.
1: They can't get frustrating.
0: It's frustrating because it'll be it really it is. Would be
1: a promotion. Right now, so, if it's a
0: lateral move, they can stop it. Yeah, but if it's so not. They can't.
1: They were, yeah, you think Loomis would at least promoting for that reason?
0: No doubt, because you want to hold reason. on to him.
1: Yeah, good point. Great point.
0: It, it, Great it, point. It, it, it's mind blowing, Mike. It's just mind blowing. I, mean, yeah. I mean, look, we're sitting here. We're in. We're, we're, we're sitting behind a microphone. We're, you're, you're with me once a week, and, and I'm talking about this. This is these guys' livelihood. You can't figure yeah. it out. Right. I've been talking about no, protecting protecting Ireland and, and Kai Harley since the middle of the season. So it's yeah. the middle of the season. Because we said, what I said, Peyton, when he gets a job, is going to come in and post the best and the brightest. Okay? So you got to make sure, again, if you got a coach that you know that he covets, you better give him, an, give him an additional title. Do something to protect that coach. Protect Ireland. Protect Harley. So don't just say, okay, you get a chance to go somewhere else. No. That weakens your team. It's frustrating.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it is. And then, um, you know, and to talk about – you know, lowering expectations for compensation—that's huh, what drives me crazy. Me um, too. I don't know. I don't know what. Why is it so far fetched to to want to get what, they, what the Raiders got for Gruden? And at with least a, team a, like couple Houston, and a couple
0: number ones and a And if it's not two number twos, then at least mid mid round picks, third fourth round picks. But yes, two number ones should be on the table no matter what. I'm not worried about yeah. the cash. Okay, yeah. I'm worried about the, the 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 draft picks that you need to rebuild this franchise.
1: agree.
0: No doubt. Hey, look, Jack at River Ridge is on the line. Got to take a quick break here. We'll come back. We'll take Jack right out of the break. Jack, if you can hold. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. Mike Vazan is with us. It's the William Grant family. It's those Friday extravaganza. Don't forget about my friends at Burkhart. Look, it's cold now, right? So, again, we went from, 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 again, air conditioning to, to, again, the the heating system. And you're going to have the heating system for a couple days. We're going back to air conditioning. Make sure your heater is working uh, 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 efficiently and properly. Again, You know, John Burkhardt preached this to me a long time ago. You know, you have a gas heating system in your home. You have to have it inspected each and every year. You want to make sure, again, it's cleaned and then it's working properly because you don't want to have a problem with carbon dioxide poisoning or a fire. My gosh. I mean, again, it's so simple, and this is so inexpensive to do, to have Burkhardt to come out and, again, inspect your system. And they're not going to gouge you. They're not going to cheat you. They're not going to try to say, again, this is wrong, that's wrong, just to be able to make an extra buck. It's not what they do. They want you to be a customer for life. So, again, you're using that heating system. We're in. January now, you still haven't had it inspected by, again, our friends over Burkhardt, give them a call. Uh, go to acpromise.com, that's acpromise.com, and let Burkhardt be your air conditioning heating company. They're mine. That's uh, Burkhardt, acpromise.com. We'll be right back. New Orleans, the North Shore, and worldwide at Nash fm 1061com Country for life, 1061, Nash Icon. This report is sponsored by Discover. We could talk about how complicated other banks make it to redeem credit card rewards. Or we could talk about how with Discover,
5: you can redeem your rewards for cash in any amount at any time. Talk about amazing. Learn more at discover.com slash redeem rewards. Terms apply. Look out for an accident that's blocking two left lanes on the westbound side of the West Bank Expressway right at Terry Parkway. And in the meantime, your delays are going to be heavy if you're traveling westbound along the Train Expressway and the West Bank Expressway as delays are heavy from the Claiborne Earhart exit to the Terry Parkway exit and delays pick back up if you're traveling along the West Bank Expressway on the westbound side from just past Ames Boulevard to Avondale look out for delays that are solid if you're traveling eastbound along the West Bank Expressway and the Crescent City Connection as delays are solid from Stumpf Boulevard to the Camp Street exit look out for delays on 10 eastbound from Loyola to the airport, and delays pick back up on 10 eastbound from just past Elysian Fields to Dowman. 10 westbound, your delays are solid from City Park to Clearview. On the 610 on the westbound side, your delays are solid right at Canal Boulevard. Also look out for delays that are solid if you're traveling on the 610 on the eastbound side from just past St. Bernard to the 10610 merge. In the meantime, look out for accidents Franklin Avenue at North Durbany, also South Claiborne at Fern, and school zones are in effect. I'm at Robinson, broadcasting from the attorney Mike Brenner Traffic Center.
0: Don't forget about my friends over at Southern Tire, family-owned and operated since 1972. 51 years of taking care of New Orleans vehicles. Your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. Folks, the largest selection of tires in the metropolitan area. and They got something for your budget. Uh, again, you don't have to have you know high-end, low-end, middle of the, of the road. They got you covered. Per, plus. Wheels and tires up to 30 inches, and you can finance it over time. ASC-certified technicians with the same diagnostic equipment you get at the dealership without those dealership prices. And as I've said before, uh, Tony Piazza has gone even above and beyond having more, I can tell you, more diagnostic equipment than they have at the dealership. Looking for a company you can trust with your vehicle? It's Southern Tire. Hickory and Airline in Metairie open Monday through Friday, 8 to 6. They know you're working during the week, so you need a a day uh, to get a a vehicle fixed. They're open Saturdays from 8 to 3. 504-737-1558 is the phone number. SouthernTire.com is the website Uh, looking for a company you can trust with your vehicle at Southern Tire owned by the Piazza family since 1972, Hickory and Airline in Mentory.
6: On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers
0: better known as the intersection of E. coli and salmonella. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. The William Grant family is still this Friday extravaganza. Reach for a William Grant product. Uh, it's a Mardi Gras time in the city. Uh, no better product, again, to have in terms of spirits than, again, our friends at William Grant. All right, Mike Vazan is with us. Uh, uh, Jack and River Ridge has been holding Mike, so let's take him now. Jack, how you doing, buddy?
7: Good afternoon. Happy Friday, guys.
0: Happy Same Friday, to you, brother. Guys.
7: Hey, uh, this isn't why I call but since y'all were talking about it, look, I, I I think I agree with you. I, I think Mickey has to be taken out of football football decisions. Because look, in, in in the time that since Sean Payton's been gone, he, he's added to the salary cap problems and he's wasted draft capital with the, with the Olave trade. I really don't see anything good that that he's done. And also, he he, he chased the sex offender, meanwhile telling people that we we were okay with, at quarterback with Jameis. Did I miss
0: anything? No, you didn't miss anything. I didn't even get to this year's draft. You want know to sick? And you, you go, I want to tell you guys go, go to. Um, uh, let me, I'm trying to see a site. Uh, go to um, um, the Pro Football Reference site and look up the Saints all-time draft. And if you want to get, you want to get, you want to get, you want to go get ill. Look at the number of games played by the Mickey Loomis's draft choices. Okay, um, they're either in the single digits or the double digits. Whereas if you look at the Peyton era, these guys are in the triple digits of games played. So that goes to show you again the the, the talent evaluation. It, it just it's mind blowing here.
7: And I, and I believe I think y'all do too. If they don't if they don't give Kai Holly and the other guys, uh, you know, a, a better title and more money and move them up in the organization, somebody else is going to offer them that and move them out of here. So, and look, you know, Ireland's
0: made some mistakes. He's not—he's not foolproof, but he's the best thing that they've had since Randy Mueller.
1: Agreed. So,
0: and,
7: and and guys, look—I uh, don't want to argue about this because honestly, we'll know real soon. But 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 look, just because Crazy Al Davis made a trade twenty years ago doesn't mean that that's, that's the going rate. Right. I know you can ask for it. I mean, I could ask, uh, I, I, you know, I could probably send a tweet to uh, Miss America, but she's not going
0: out with me. So, you know what I mean? So, um, yeah, But Miss Universe I, is I, in I, town, so you do have a shot.
7: Nah, nah, I might get a shot. That's <laughs> if I, um, anyway, I, I just don't think, I, I don't think anybody, I really, well, and, and, and look, from Sean's end of this, don't you think he's kind of looking for a situation where he can win fairly often? Oh, Not often, but like immediately. And immediately, also, yes. Yeah, yeah. And, and so I don't, the Houston spot, especially if he's going to lose draft capital, you know, he'll be starting with a rookie quarterback. Um, the, the roster really is garbage. Um, I, I, I really think, uh, and, and Eric, I, I called Gus early today and I told him this, I think. You see what's going on with the charges. Mike Williams is hurt because he played in a game where he shouldn't have been playing. I think Bolts is banged up too. I think they lose that game to Jacksonville, so that would give them what about the 20th pick in the first round? I think I'd say a, a, that one and a, and a three or a four, and Sean Payton's in, in Los Angeles that year. <laughs> and look, I have a brother that's just like y'all. They, they want to. They really want to take it out on Sean. Okay, he, he wants to take it out on Sean. He, oh well, if he, he if we don't get what we want, he can he can. But you know, the Saints need the draft choices too, don't you think?
0: Oh, well, they need draft okay. choices desperately.
1: Let me just say this, Jack. I could give a rat, you know what whether Sean Payton likes where he lands or what his situation is when he gets there. Not my problem. Not the Saints' problem. No, the only thing the Saints no, need I understand is that. Get but as much. <laughs> let me finish. Get as much okay. as possible. And you say Al Davis was crazy? Yeah, crazy like a fox because he said, I'm not a fool. You want my coach? You pay me. You pay me. And that's what you give me. You don't say, Oh, it's a, oh, first it's too much, I don't want to ask too much, I'm to be too greedy. bull. You ask for as much as you can possibly get. And you know, and it's like I don't get this attitude where, man, we shouldn't that's not the market. Hey, the market is what you set it at. And you tell them, whoever wants your coach, you're going to have to pay me. Or he doesn't coach. You don't get him. So I don't get this well, path that's Sean. That's me. fine. They, they can ask. I mean, if... they can ask and they can say no. Okay, fine. You don't get him. You don't get him. We'll wait and see what happens. He can go back to Fox next year. I mean, right. the worst that happens is you're, already, you're at where you already are. The worst that could happen is – so you're stuck in the same situation. And, and you don't have
0: to deal with Peyton for two years. That's another thing.
1: That's right. I mean, yeah, I, don't, that's true. I don't get. I don't get. I don't get. Let's give Peyton the pass and let's take it easy on a contract. Oh, he's my friend,
0: and, and I got it. You know, we're, we're, the, Peyton, the organization chose, loves him.
1: Peyton chose this. He chose to walk with three years left on his deal. So he wants to dance. He's got to pay the band, or the team does. And, yeah,
5: and yeah, he's right. acting like
1: he's the one in control. He's not. He's not in control the Saints could at any moment say, no, not give it a buck. So, I mean, mm-hmm. that's just the
0: way it is. Jack, we appreciate the phone call, my friend. All right, All right. right man. Bye-bye. All right, Jack. Uh, you, Mike, we only got a few minutes left. Uh, I want to give you a chance to talk about the Pels. Uh, they they again, Really tough without Brandon Ingram and also yeah. Zion. But, again, they've been able to tread water so far. Just, they've had a tough, uh, tough time against, again, the elite of the league. But other than that, man, Najee Marshall's played well. Alvarado's played well. A lot of guys yeah. have stepped up. Uh, Valanchunas is getting double-double. CJ is playing well. Talk about the Pels.
1: No, I agree on everything you said, Eric. And, I mean, we talked about it last week when, when we thought Zion was going to be out uh, indefinitely. Um Without both those guys, yeah, you could beat, you know, the the Washington Wizards or who this and that. But, you know, against the Celtics, they played well. They just didn't have enough uh, weapons. They didn't have enough depth to to hang with Boston when Boston turned it on late. And, I mean, that's just the way it is. When you go go on to play good teams who are deep, you're going to be able to hang with them because you do have quality players now, but you don't have those two guys. You got to have at least one of them. Uh, to be able to hang and beat, you know, you need your guy. At the, at the, you know, I always say NBA games start in the five minutes left in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. That's crunch time, and you need you need one of your your two main guys, not both of them on the floor. So, I agree. I think I mean, Willie Green's doing a great job. I, I didn't I didn't think he would. I, I didn't think he would skip a beat. You know, he's he's tough minded. He's like, no, this is what we have, so this is what we got to deal with, but. And I think they'll be okay. They're not going to win the West. They're three and you know, a half.
0: They're, they're gonna... three and a half back. They are. They are treading water right now. I mean, look, yeah. so they are. I mean, to be in this situation without these two guys, I mean, Brandon, Ingram hadn't played for seven weeks. You're right. now going into the second week without Zion. So again, I mean, sorry, third week going without Zion what is it, another week. They're going to they're 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 uh, check him out again, reevaluate him. You're only three and a half games out of the top, out of the top um, uh, uh, seed. And again, right. the Grizzlies are in front of you um, by three and a half games in, in the Southwest. So you're right there. They come right. back, you go on a run. You could be right back at first or second place.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. But we don't know when these two are coming back. And they right, kind of the giving us, they giving us drips and drops of info, teasing us. Brandon Ingram practice today. Brandon, ooh, he ah, uh, until he's on the floor, and and he can't with an injury like like it is to what I understand it to be, right? Without actually seeing him, you can't rush him back. You can't because right. you're just going to open him up. And, and they're
0: not going to. They're not exactly. going to.
1: And they're not. They're not going to. And so, but you need to get you need to get Zion. You need somebody back because. Yeah, they're treading water now, but as the season goes on and it gets tighter and tighter toward the end, you're going to need them. Uh, you don't want to lose too much ground right now where you can't recover. I mean, I still right. think they'll be in the playoffs.
0: Oh, no, they're in um, the playoffs. But, they'll um, be the, unless they just a total collapse, they'll be in the playoffs. That's, that's not the yeah. question. The question is, again, exactly. can you get one of the top seeds – uh, can you get a buy? Uh, can you, you know, I mean, you know, those are, those are the, the things you're looking for. And of course you'd like to win the Southwest division. You'd like to drop that banner. But again, the Grizzlies are standing in front of you and they don't match up well with the Grizzlies.
1: No, no, they don't. Um, you know, even with Zion, but I think with Ingram eye
0: right. on, they, they they can. I think they're much better. Have a much better chance. Look, they take yeah. on Miami twice in the, in this uh, for the rest of this uh, this uh, this month. Uh, they got Denver twice, home and away, home and mm. away with Miami, Washington once again Milwa- at mm-hmm. Milwaukee. That's another mm. tough one. Uh, you yeah. know, at Orlando, at Cleveland on Monday. Uh, so, again, it, look, the, the back end of the schedule is tough. So this is where the rubber's going to hit the road as we see the last couple of weeks of January where you don't have a lot of those games where you say, like in Orlando, you should win that game.
1: No, I agree. Um, you got some tough games coming up. Um, you know, Two against Denver, Miami. Yeah. De- you Detroit, know, you Detroit
0: tonight in, uh, in Detroit. In Detroit.
1: You, yeah, you have Milwaukee again, who's so good and deep. I don't know. Um, like I said, I, they're going to lose a little ground right now because I don't think they have. The, now they're going to upset somebody. They're going right. to. They, they will beat one of these teams, but um, you, you sure would and love probably that.
0: at home, probably at home.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah.
0: Where yeah, they've yeah. where they got again an incredible record right now. Again, they're they're uh, uh, they're uh, seventeen right now at home, no doubt. Well, Mike, got blender's, a minute left. Go ahead. Got finish your finish, finish I just your line.
1: Blenda's got getting that reputation now. The visiting teams don't want to come to.
0: Just like what it was when, when, when back in the day with the Jazz, and just like it was now again during the Hornet era with Chris Paul, uh, again right. when they when they uh, when they were really playing well, uh, you know when they were uh, for the Western Conference. Mike got a minute. You just put out a new podcast. Tell everybody about it.
1: Fazan on football on the Anchor app, uh, which as you know, Eric, you can get on any uh, podcast platform, and uh, I'm on uh, Twitter at Michael Fazan.
0: Thank you, my friend. We'll check in with you next week. Always appreciate your time.
1: All right, my brother. This week I got a little—I got my little take on Peyton and on Walker Howard, so uh, oh, it know. might be worth a little
0: listen. So it is worth a listen too. I checked it out already. Make sure you check Thank it you, out, ladies and
1: gentlemen. Always fun, there my brother.
0: There he goes. Mike Vazan. Hey, don't forget about Batch and Bottle. And that's Again, that's part of the portfolio of William Grant now. Uh, the ready-to-drink cocktails are hot, and again, there's no better. Look, check out the reviews. There's no better than, again, our friends at William Grant. Uh, Batch and Bottle, Glenn Fittick, Scotch, Mar- Manhattan. Batch and Bottle, uh, uh, Monkey Lazy Old Fashion. Batch and Bottle, Hendrix Gin, Martini. Batch and Bottle, Reka, Rhubarb, Cosmopolitan. They're all on the market now for you. Great for Mardi Gras parties. Uh, if you're looking for, again, you don't have a bartender, you put them in the eye and in, in uh, Uh, in the ice folks can come in and, and enjoy it on their own got a cork bottle so again you can uh uh be able to be able to hold on to that when you're on the parade route uh nothing better than batch and bottle by our friends at william grant we'll be right back Order online for delivery at MamboNola.com. Make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. This is Josh Danzig with Where You At Magazine for 1061 Nash Icon. This Saturday night, head to the Jefferson Performing Arts Center for the Party for the Performing Arts, featuring dinner, live music, and a Saturday night fever disco dance party. And for great entertainment, don't miss Noel Miller at the Fillmore this Sunday evening on his Everything Is F'd Up tour with comedy, rapping, and much more. For more ideas on what to do this weekend, Pick up the new issue of Where you at magazine at restaurants, coffee shops, and retail outlets all over town. Or
8: visit us at whereyat.com.
6: Cumulus New Orleans. Incredible service and excellent results. New Orleans is always number one with Cumulus Radio and Digital.
0: Don't forget about Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank. Need help with your heating or air conditioning system? Apco Home, cheap air treatment system. Maybe a generator for your home or business. They're the experts. ACPromise.com, ACPromise.com. It is the William Grant family to still this Friday extravaganza. Whether it's batch and bottle or one of the great spirits on the portfolio of William Grant, when you head into your favorite spirit store, reach for a William Grant product. Eric Ashley you with you until 6. Uh, By the way, Herb Jones out tonight against Detroit. Second game out with his back injury. Hopefully he'll get back soon as well. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. Eric Cashin with us until 6. We'll be right back. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Back to number two of Inside New Orleans, Eric Asher with you on a fantastic Friday here in New Orleans. It is the William Grant Family Distillers Friday Extravaganza. Reach for a William Grant product. Uh, incredible portfolio of spirits from our friends at William Grant. Uh, and I'm telling you right now whether again you're looking for a fantastic scotch, uh, all star lineup of scotches that are again all award winning Glenn Scotch Whiskey, Grant's Button Scotch Whiskey, the Balvini Scotch Whiskey, uh, Monkey Shoulder. All award-winning scotches. Hendrix Gin, Milagro Tequila, Rekha Vodka, uh, the hottest spirits on the market. And it had been for a long time. And one of the reasons why mixologists, again, uh, the flavor profile is so different than, uh, you know, your, your regular gin, gin, tequila, and um, uh, uh, and uh, uh, vodkas. So, again, they have an opportunity to be able to uh, to utilize those spirits in such a way that, again, they can make these fantastic cocktails. And now Hendrix Eptunia Gin, uh, limited time on, on the market. Only onto on on the market to March of 2023. That flavor profile is unique, unlike any gin you have tasted. Uh, and then of course, uh, you've got Tullamore Irish whiskey, the second largest selling Irish whiskey in the world. Can't make a rusty nail without Drambuie. That's part of our liqueur um, um, uh, portfolio. And then of course, Hudson uh, whiskey and uh, fistful of bourbon, bourbon whiskey, our bourbon portfolio. Hey, if you love rum. Florida Canyon Nicaraguan Rum and Sailor Jerry Rum round out our uh, rum portfolio and every bottle of Sailor Jerry Rum purchased in Louisiana. portions proceeds go to the God Foundation, www.gotourtroops.org. Hey, uh, head to the website. Check it out. You know someone that is an active military member, retired military member, and their families. They are eligible uh, for, again, financial aid. Over $200,000 in financial aid given out since 2012. Living expenses, rent, mortgage payments, utility bills, insurance premiums, even necessary home repairs. Hey, give to the God Foundation at www.godourtroops.org. Again, point those, uh, again, those champions, those uh, those heroes uh, and their families to the God Foundation if they need help. That's the God Foundation. org and of course reach for a William Grant product. All right, I listened to the press conference from Mickey Loomis today twice and I just felt again it was a, it was a good enough press conference and it was good enough information that those of you that are there on the 5 o'clockers, those of you listening on the podcast and you don't have a chance to listen to the press conference would really get something out of this press conference. So if you would, pay close attention to, to reporters. Uh, Two of the best we have, Les East, Mike Trippett. They asked some really good questions in this press conference. Here's Mickey Loomis', again, year-end press conference for the New Orleans Saints. Take it away, Rudy. Hello. How's everyone?
9: Oh, I've waffled back and forth. It's too gray for me to do anything other than... Um, Look, I don't have a prepared statement, so uh, just fire away, ask questions, whatever you need. I will say this, though. We haven't gone through our evaluations. That process is gonna take place next week, so it's one of the reasons why typically I wait till the Senior Bowl to do this uh, um, little conference, but um, Doug convinced me to do it this week, so you can thank Doug. Making, you've been at this a long time. Every year there are challenges. But yeah. you look at this year, how far over the cap you are. Yeah. The worst record since 85.
3: 2005, no number one, I mean, the, the collection of challenges,
9: how, how, how did you describe that? Yeah, um, look, all those things are true, but yet, I, you know, it's a little misleading, I think, to say, for example, we don't have a number one. Well, we traded that, we got two number ones this year, so I'm really happy with those two guys. Um, not happy that, you know, Trevor was injured, and and that slowed his progress, but, but um, I think we're really excited about uh, Trevor and Chris as being part of our team. So um, the cap is, is a challenge. Look, it's it's, it's going to be a challenge. It's a bit of a, um, it's always been a challenge for us, you know, for the last, um, you know, five or six years when you have a good team, that's what happens. But, uh, you know, I think the COVID year obviously uh, created a little bit more of a challenge for us than we expected, and we'll deal with it, you know. Um, yeah, so I'm not. There's nothing there that. Uh, well, it's always concerning. So I don't want to say it's not concerning, and yet, you know, we we've. Uh, I think we, we do a good job of handling that. Yeah, it's it's. Uh, uh, yeah, it's primarily the player evaluations we'll go through, and and then um, you know we'll talk about staffing and all that um, in the in the coming weeks. You know, I like to have. A little bit of time go by after the season's over, so you take some of the emotion out of it. Um, so this week's kind of a down week. Anyone, like,
8: be back, or air, like?
9: Yeah, n- no, we haven't. There's no, we haven't even really discussed it, to be honest with you. Do you expect a significant rise in the cap this year with the new TV contracts, or would that be next I year? hope so. <laughs> um, I don't know the answer to that. Um, you know that because, you know, some of that rise gets mitigated by you know what happened with the covid year and, and, and some of the smoothing out that the league's doing but we haven't um, we haven't got a number yet from the league so
8: I guess uh, everyone talked about it being this year but it, didn't, it just seems a little more vague um yeah. <laughs> I don't know why
9: maybe because they just did the TV contracts yeah it, i mean it's vague Last for day us day right day now so <laughs> yeah I, I don't i don't have answers for that that's above my pay grade at this point i guess <laughs> Yeah, I think we just wanted some flexibility for both of us to, you know, um, see where we're at going forward, and give us a little time to, um, you know, work on that. Look, the main thing here with Mike is for him to get healthy and get back being the player that um, that he's been for us in the past. And you know, look, I was really excited about him uh, at the beginning of our season, and. And uh, unfortunately, he had the uh, toe injury and, and, and uh, that had to get taken care of, but um, it's not anything that he can't come back from.
3: Mickey, just to clarify, since you said, staff decisions will start next week. definitely as the head coach. Of yeah,
9: Kennedy. yes. And
3: what is your evaluation
9: of the, the job he did? Yeah, again, we're going to you know, discuss that next week, and, and I don't think it's fair for me to discuss that with you before I've discussed it with him. executive personal executives for other GM
3: jobs? Uh, not yet. Can, can you go a little bit more into the Michael Thomas
8: contract? Was that something his camp approached you guys with or
9: Yeah, I, I don't you think, wanted? you know, I want to discuss, you know, the the uh, you know, the process or anything like that. It's just something that we we mutually agreed to do and um, it really buys us some time to to figure out where we're going to settle on, you know, on all that. It, you know, it's cap. It's part of cap management, really.
8: Does not yet mean you're under the impression that people will ask, or does it just mean not? not
9: does it just mean nah, I said not yet because no one's asked, and I didn't oh, want to say that they're not going to or that they are going to. I don't. I don't you know, that's out of my control.
8: Like when teams request to talk to Sean, do you guys discuss parameters of compensation? Like, is there a general <laughs> understanding of okay if this goes
9: forward, like this is the kind of. Um. Hard. To some degree, yeah, to some degree. So if a team is interviewing him, they've already agreed that they will meet? No, we haven't settled on exactly what the compensation is going to be yet. But But they're well aware that there's going to be compensation. They're aware of what you would want. It's sort of like they
3: know going in that if if we choose to hire him, it will be in this range or
9: something like that? Um, Yeah, I'd say that's fair. Look, the reason I'm being a little bit coy about this is that it's going to be different for every team because they have different picks and they have yep. different things available to them, and, and uh, so. It's, it's not firm the with.
3: Best rule, I guess. It's, it's what you feel comfortable with. Yeah. You get. They have to get your
9: permission. That is the only rule. You have to get our permission to d- have a discussion with him, and then they have to have. Um, we have to have the compensation settled before they can actually make an offer or hire him. Yes. Have any other teams received permission to interview? Not yet, no.
8: Have you declined permission to any Not yet, no. Okay. Have the uh, interviews with, I know, Downers
9: next week, is Arizona or Houston been set yet? I don't know that. I, look, I don't know. Once once it, it gets beyond the permission, that's out of, out of uh, um, my need to know or right to know. Um, Yeah, um, it's complicated, <laughs> you know. Because look, I have such you know great respect for him. He's a close friend of mine. Uh, um, he's a great coach, um, you know. All those things. I want the best for him. Uh, you know, I do. We do collectively as an organization. I mean, he's he gave everything that he could possibly give to the New Orleans Saints and took us to heights that uh, you know the the organization, the team never achieved before. So. I absolutely want the best for him, um, but I also recognize that there's he's a valuable asset you know his contract uh, is a valuable asset to our club and, and it's our duty to maximize that. Um, look I, I think between you know the quarterback of a team and the head coach, no one else impacts winning more than those two guys in any building and so um, I know what he brings to the table, and I know that's really valuable, and, and it's, it's our obligation to maximize that value if he, if he chooses to, you know, coach again within that time frame where we have, have those rights. Can you explain this to me? So
3: he had two years left on his deals this year, or he had, I guess, three years this year and two more. But why wouldn't that contract, like, with a player that would sort of yeah. –
9: Yeah, I m I don't know what the exact rules are relative to that, so I'm not really concerned about it, Mike. Um, I haven't done a lot of nosing around about that. <laughs> right. But I mean is it
3: that there is sort of a, a limit to
9: when yeah. he would get compensation for, but that's when the original contract was. Going that's to what I understand currently, yes.
3: And but as of now, you're not paying him anything, he's not working at all, right? right. So <laughs> it's probably just weird that they treat
9: Yeah, I mean lo- those are all you know, questions for the league office, not for me. So Dukie, as you get into
3: the off
9: season, how do you feel about the team's current Yeah, I again that you know that gets back to you know, our evaluation of the roster. Um, we haven't done that yet. We're gonna do that uh, in the coming weeks and, and you know, then I'll be able to give you a little more definitive answers. <laughs> but uh, obviously we're disappointed in, in the end result. Um, you know, 7-10 wasn't what our expectations were coming into the season. And, um, you know, we didn't make the playoffs. So, we're, you know, obviously we're not happy about that. And yet I also thought that, man, there's a lot of really positive things that happened during the course of the season um, that they, they give me optimism going forward.
8: The, the stuff you guys did with uh, Davenport and Anibata's deals for some of those. Yeah. Yeah,
9: it's just flexibility, you know, cap management and flexibility, yes.
8: It, is the door so – I'm assuming that means the door is opening if there is, you know, a deal that
3: can be reached. Yeah. Absolutely. Even you haven't done the evaluation yet. When you sat there and started training camp, you were a lot more optimistic as everyone was. But yeah. Just at this point, without doing the evaluation, what, what, superficially, what are some of the factors that led –
9: Expected. Yeah, I, I mean, look, I, th- I think there's some obvious things that, you know, we had a, n- a number of injuries that uh, you're, you're expecting to have some injuries, but I think the volume that we had and the magnitude of or the quality of the player that, that you know, we lost a lot of starting um, um, players to injury during the course of the season that, that it's hard when you are, um, you, know, you get a new head coach, you know, the quarterback, is is uh, as different uh, play callers, different all those things that happen, you know that normally you have this continuity, and all of a sudden you can't you can't establish any continuity because of the injuries. You know the guys in and out of the lineup, and at the same time there's a lot of young guys that step forward and 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 got you know valuable experience and and um, and had an opportunity to develop. So there's some positives that come out of that as well. But th- there's so many variables that that. Um, that happened to you know, change a season from being maybe eleven and and uh, six to you know seven and ten. Okay, after after two years of no playoffs,
2: do you have to kind of reassess the, the roster building
8: in the off season and, and how aggressive you are in certain things and all that
9: stuff. Um, I, I don't know that that changes, you know, our attitude about it or or it certainly doesn't change the process that we go through. Um, I think, look, we have to take a hard look at, at uh, uh, our roster, be honest with ourselves, and be honest about what we can do and, and uh, you know, go forward with that, and, and we will. I, th- I think we do a good job of doing that from a, on a year-to-year basis, and um, yeah, we'll do the same thing. And start over, or um, I, I don't know, maybe. <laughs> I, I don't think we're there by any stretch of the imagination. We have, we have a, a, a really good defense with a lot of young core players on defense. We have, uh, you know, we have some, some really good offensive players, and, and, yeah, we got holes. We do. Um, but I, I don't think we're anywhere close to that in my mind. Yeah, I think that's an easy thing to say, but I mean, you accumulate talent over a, a number of years. It's it's not like, uh, um, look, I wish every year we had a draft like 2017 where, you know, you're getting five or six, you know, really, really good uh, starting players, but that's, that's more unusual. Um, so uh, I'm not sure I'm answering your question, but now not the time for us to, we're not have any? We don't have any plans on she blowing things up. Right? So yeah, have, have done I wouldn't say that we blew things. Well, yeah, you're right. That was <laughs> that was a complete change <laughs> due to a lot of different circumstances. You're right. Yeah, but, uh, yes, we did do that before. yeah well i look, I think one of the um, one of the things that we've had going for us for the past fifteen years, whatever it's been, is stability. I think that's a, a commodity that's um, hard to come by in the NFL and so look, I'm looking for stable stability and, and that starts with Obviously, it starts with ownership, and, and GM, and head coach, and, and having a core group of players that that uh, uh, you nurture and develop. And, and so that's the attitude that um, that we have, and that's the process, and that's the things that we believe in. So I'm expecting to continue that.
3: And you said in one of your previous answers that this team does have a
9: whole Yeah yeah well I look, I think I don't want to do that right now. I want to go through this this process uh, that we have in the next couple of weeks because you know it's not just my opinion it's it's the opinion of our coaching staff and our personnel department, all of our football operations and and uh, I have opinions about that right now, but until we have a consensus, I'd rather not get into it. yeah on yeah I, you know again, you you know no, they haven't, they haven't asked for a trade or anything like that, so that hasn't uh happened as as far as the rest of it. Again, that's just part of you know we're going to go through this evaluation process and then we'll you know communicate to we'll develop an off-season plan, we'll communicate to um to our players and and we'll go from there. Um, that's a question. I don't have an answer for it right now. I'd have to think about that for a bit. But uh, you know, I, I think generally speaking, you know, you're going to have to be in the top five to get somebody that you feel really good about as a quarterback. Right? Generally speaking, um, and you know, we weren't in that position a year ago. And I didn't certainly didn't expect us to be in that position this year. And and uh, you know again, I I liked what we did. I liked the players that we ended up with in, in this last draft. So today I wouldn't change that. Um, you know we'll see going forward. When
8: you guys made that trade last year, was it with the idea that maybe like you get a first round pick for Peyton in a year, or was it the circumstances of what you were saying yeah.
9: No, I, I, listen, I've never counted on getting anything for Sean because, listen, he, he might decide right. to do the media deal for five years. Who knows? Um, so that, that's not something that uh, I know I have a history of spending cap going forward, but we weren't, we weren't spending draft capital going forward by, uh, you know, anticipating that, you know, what we might get um, if he decides to coach again. Um how that out. You know, I don't know as I sit right here because it's it, it's really close. <laughs> um, and look we you know we, we basically excused the staff after the uh, after the last game. So I I don't know where that ended up, to be honest with you. As I sit right here, I'll, I'll find out next week. You mentioned
8: accumulating talent earlier, and one of the ways that this franchise has done it remarkably well is through the undrafted free agent. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, can you speak a little bit to the
9: impact of, of y'all's focus on that board? Yeah, I, I, look, I think that's a credit to our, our, uh, our area scouts, our scouting college scouting staff, our coaches. Um, it's a collaborative effort. First, you know, our guys identify players that have a particular quality. Usually it's one or two qualities that we really value. Um, bringing them into the building and then our coaches developing those players, and, and we've had good success over the years. It's, it's been uh, an area of pride by our college uh, scouting staff and, and Jeff and all his group. And you know, our coaches have bought into that over, over time about you know, developing um, developing someone that no one else expects, you know, that guy to have success. And, and uh, um, look, we're really proud of, of Jawan and Rashid, and, and we've had guys over the Shai Tuttle. Um, you know, we've had guys over the years that, that we've had a lot of success with that and uh, we're, we're proud of it. And so we emphasize it, you know when we' uh, when we're going through the process, we talk a lot about those guys that are on the backboard that aren't going to be drafted. Um, uh, Jeff in particular does a great job of, of making sure that we have, you know, targets on, on particular players that we don't uh, we don't think will be drafted.
8: yeah yeah so I,
9: I think yeah i think I think you know first of all speed <laughs> you know um, that's hard to coach you know speed so was speed he's coachable um, smart you know um, productive, tough you know all these things he you know he he came in with an injury and so it was it took us a while before you know we were able to see what what um, what he had but um yeah, and, and look, each position's a little different in terms of the qualities that, that we're looking for and value, but I think I think um, you know the makeup of the player um, is really important uh, particularly with with um, these undrafted free agents.
3: And as you go forward, you know, into the kind of scouting portion of this offseason without a first round pick, how does that affect the pool
9: of players you might target to take a closer look at when you yeah. Yeah, it's a good question. Um, I, th- I think first of all, we we we're not going to change who and how we evaluate them. We're going to evaluate them all because, look, we might these guys might be free agents, you know, four years from now that we're we're interested in. There might be a trade opportunity for us to to move in the draft, um, so we have to evaluate them all like we would. I think the only change might come when we, you know, when we start sending our coaches out, and uh, or we have the thirty visits that we're allowed. To bring in the building, that might change a little bit, in terms of hey, who? I'm mean, not going to bring somebody in here that, that we have no chance to draft because you know they're going to be a top, you know, five or six pick or whatever. And you know, we've got no chance to move to that direction. Um, so that'd be the only area that I would say might might get adjusted. If, if Sean were to get
8: traded somewhere, would you guys have like a protecting people and not going with
9: them? Is that something would be like negotiated with them? Um. Well. You know, our guys are under contract, so the only guys that could actually move without our permission are, are um, you know, guys that are being promoted into, you know, coordinator positions. So it's not really a, a real need. Um, I'm sure if, if there was somebody that he really wanted that was a lateral move, he'd, he'd call and ask, and we'd probably say no. Yeah, um, I think that is, is. Uh, I think those guys have would have the right to move to a coordinator position if it's a play caller position, yes. Uh, did you ever hear back on the appeals for the big injury fines? Um, not yet, but we haven't had our, the club hasn't had their appeal yet. It's going to happen next week. So
2: you guys are allowed to appeal
8: as an organization
9: as well? Yeah, we're allowed to appeal and... and uh, Sam had his hearing i don't think he i don't think he's heard back from no 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 there's there's an appeal he was injured
2: one more,
8: one or, two more. or no more
9: Yeah, it has to. It has to because because look, we've got to you know we've got to catch up. Um, you know we've got to manage this back to you know back to the middle. Um, then, you know that's been our plan all along, and and obviously you know the COVID year and the reduced cap and reduced uh, uh, you know leaguewide revenues and the smoothing out of all that has is, is impacted that. So, but yes, we have to. Yeah, we have to make up for some of that. Mm-hmm, yeah. So like, you're
8: starting to kind of come back a little
9: bit? Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's how it That's how it happens. You had mentioned the two years of injuries. How concerning is that? Do you anticipate looking at them maybe changing things up medically? Well, um, look, we, I haven't gone through, we haven't really right. drilled down, but my initial look at that is our soft tissue injuries are way down from a year ago, so that's encouraging. Um, but we had some we had some injuries. We had a bunch of rib injuries this year, for example. That ah, it's a, you know that doesn't happen with this frequency. Um, you know, we've had some foot injuries that more frequent than we've had in the past. So yeah, we we have to look at and say, hey, is there anything in common? Um, is there anything that about these injuries that are common that we can prevent? Um, on the other hand, we've had you know fewer knee injuries than than. Uh, so. It, It's all subject to review, which is part of the off-season evaluation. How is the appeal different from the PA appeal that Catherine asked about? I don't know that it's a lot different. You know, that's a player, you know, uh, appealing his um, his discipline versus the club appealing their discipline for that. Um, I don't know that I assume. But it's you know, the, the players r represented by the union and and his counsel, and and um uh, and we have ours. I think it's the same pretty much the same arguments though. Could have done your full but what,
3: what was your feeling about Jameis Winston and you know you guys got a small sample size and then he never got back yeah. on the field Yeah.
9: Yeah, look, I, I I don't want to get into that specific with specific players until after we, you know, have the group um meet and talk about it as opposed to me just giving my personal opinion. Okay?
0: Thank you guys. All right, that was Mickey Loomis's press conference from today courtesy of the New Orleans Saints again uh uh, if, for those of you that uh, may have come in late, you can listen to the podcast. We'll have that up uh, after, the, after the program. Today's program brought to you by William Grant, an independent family distillery since 1887. Of course, their newest uh, member of the portfolio, Batch and Bottle, Rekha Vodka, Brubarb Cosmopolitan, uh, Batch and Bottle, uh, Hendrix Gin Martini, Batch and Bottle, Monkey Shoulder Lazy Old Fashioned, and Batch and Bottle, Glenfiddich Scotch uh, Manhattan. So, again, if you're looking uh, for an easy way to be able to um, uh, have uh, cocktails available for your guests during the March, Gross season, uh, Batch and Bottle is the way to go. It's at your favorite spirit store. Uh, reach for Batch and Bottle along with, again, the entire portfolio of William Grant. We'll be right back with Glenn Gilbo of Outkick.com.
5: This report is sponsored by Taco Bell. Taco Bell has $2 grilled chicken burritos that come in two bold flavors, Chipotle Ranch and Salsa Verde. They're bursting with grilled chicken and delicious sauces. Get your $2 grilled chicken burrito at participating Taco Bell stores for a limited time only, while supplies last. Price participation vary. Tax extra. Look out for an accident on 10 Westbound at Veterans, and delays are going to be heavy if you're traveling on 10 Westbound from North Claiborne to Canal. And then delays pick back up on 10 Westbound from City Park to veterans. In the meantime, look out for delays solid on 10 eastbound from call from Loyola to Power and then delays pick back up on 10 eastbound from Bonnable to just past the high rise. Also in the meantime, look out for delays steady on the 610 on the westbound side from St. Bernard to the 10610 merge and on the eastbound side from St. Bernard to the 10610 merge. If you're traveling eastbound along the West Bank Expressway in the Crescent City connection, look out for delays from Terry Parkway to the Camp Street exit. Look out for delays solid if you're traveling westbound along the Trade Expressway from the Claiborne Earhart exit to the St. Charles Carondelet exit. Delays pick back up on the westbound side of the West Bank Expressway from just past Ames Boulevard to Avondale. And look out for ad- an accident, Caden at Frenchman. I'm at Robinson broadcasting from the attorney Mike Brandner Traffic Center.
0: So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. The William Grant Family Distills Friday Extravaganza. Reach for William Grant product. Don't forget about Burkhart when it comes to generators increase your property value, give you the peace of mind and never worry about the power going out in your neighborhood again. Uh, at Burkhardt, again, they can finance that generator over time for you. they got a new install quality check after one month. That means again, a Burkhardt uh, technician will come out and uh, show you how to operate the system at um, the Jason Burkhardt will come out to your home or business, sit down with you, do a consultation, uh, put you on once, after you guys come to an agreement on what generator you want, uh, they'll put you on the calendar for a single day install. Uh, again, that's, uh, again, also uh, they have a Warehouse that now has Generac generators available to be installed in your home. Also fully stocked with all the parts you need for their 24-7, 365 emergency service. Uh, They also will maintain that generator for you. It's a one-stop shop uh burkhardt takes care of everything for you planning permits inspections and of course service after the sale looking for a generac generator burkhardt has one for you all you gotta do is make make the call go to acpromise.com that's acpromise.com once again the press conference that we played with mickey loomis is courtesy of the new orleans saints and joining us in the program now my good friend glenn gilbo of outkick.com glenn how are you buddy
10: good evening how are you eric
0: Doing great, Glenn. Doing fantastic again. Have you have you cracked open a cocktail and a cigar yet, or you're working hard right now still? No, no, still
10: working. Working on uh, working on a little Kentucky uh, Tennessee basketball. They play at noon tomorrow, and Kentucky is off to a to an awful start. And looking yes. into them this week.
0: Beautiful. Hey, let's talk a little Walker Howard. I mean. <laughs> Look, I have no problem with the transfer portal. Uh, I understand NIL, and I understand, again, the changes that have been made in in college athletics to give more freedom to the athlete. What I don't understand is uh, guys that don't want to compete anymore. And uh, I understand Walker Howard felt like he was in a little bit of a log jam at LSU, but, man, I would at least stay till spring and, and try to fight it out and see what I could do to see if I can move up the depth chart. What's your take on what happened and why he has decided to transfer?
10: Well, from what I understand, uh, you know, it, it really stems from those two games Garrett Nussmeyer had, in a, in a,
0: which were really
10: both games were already decided. You know, he played well against Georgia, uh, you know, when the game was over, and then he played well at the end of the uh, Purdue game when when the game. Oh, well, no, actually, he played throughout the Purdue game, but that game was over early, uh, and. Howard was not guaranteed equal snaps with uh, Nussmeier for, for the number two role behind Jaden Daniels. So he felt like, uh, you know, he was going into the spring number three. And, and uh, you know, most likely, you know, there's a chance he'd still be number three going into the season. Uh, and so he'd be number three for two years. Um so I think the way they see it is they'd rather go to a new school and go through the spring at the new school, you know, uh like TCU for him most likely. So that mm-hmm. so then he has a better chance there. But um, you know, he 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 was a five star. I mean, I, I think um
5: you know, he's he's a
10: little different than than some players cuz I think he thought he'd be playing a little earlier than possibly his third year, you know. Right. And, The uh, very similar situation uh, happened today with the Tennessee third-string quarterback, uh, Jackson. Uh, He he found himself third-string this year with a true freshman coming in, uh, early enrollee, and he was going to probably be third in spring. So he's going to transfer now probably to Indiana or Purdue. So, you know, at least the second-stringers are staying in, but in some cases those guys leave too. Uh, It is kind of ridiculous. But, uh, you know, at least Walker, um, you know, I, I, I think I think it's it's wise to, to give it a full year. He didn't give it a full year. But uh, I can kind of understand his situation more, more than others. But, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's just a weird sport
0: now. It really is. We're hearing Alabama. We're hearing Florida. We're hearing Auburn. And you mentioned TCU. If you could handicap this, where do you think he's going?
10: Well, I think he's going to TCU. Um, Ole Miss and Auburn have come at him hard. I don't think Alabama is all that interested. They uh, they're pretty short up there. Um, but uh, you know, Besh is there, um, and they're they're losing lo- losing their senior quarterback mm-hmm. uh, Dunnigan. So, and uh, I mean, boy, what a you know what a pass happy offense to go to too. Yes, you know? no doubt. Uh, and uh, it's not that far. You know, so that I think that makes the most sense for
0: him. Um, there's a five star coming in. with a Colin Hurley next year. Uh, Ricky Collins four star comes in this year. Right. And of course, Nussmeier looks like the heir apparent to Daniels. But you know, Daniels is, is a mobile quarterback, and the, the reason why I really would have hesitated if I'm the if I'm the Howard family is you know you're, you're one play away from being the second string, and you know Nussmeier played well, but Nussmeier has been, been erratic. And you know, again, the, the, that's the reason why I maybe would have hung in there. But I mean, I understand, you know, in today's world, if, if you're not if you're not one or two, you got to move on to try to be one and two elsewhere. At least that's that's the that's the mo now of today's athlete.
10: Yeah, I, I agree because because you know, all the reports was that was that uh, Howard was was better than Nussmeier, you know, and and uh, you know in practice and so forth and and. Uh, even if he does go into the spring supposedly as number three and doesn't get enough, enough reps, you know, sometimes the guy who gets the most reps can hurt themselves by too many reps, you know? So, so yeah, I I think it could have been smart to, uh, to stick, you know, but, but he's that much ahead at TCU or whatever school he goes to
5: by going to their
10: spring. Um, but, uh, yeah, um, I, I agree. You know, Daniels has has had injuries. You know, this past mm-hmm. season. You know, so they may need a backup, and it it, it could well be him. But you know, the playing playing for your legacy school. You know, his dad was a quarterback there. That, right. that's, that's kind of going out the window now at the portal. I mean, you mm-hmm. you had Paul Bear Bryant's great grandson left Alabama. You know, <laughs> I mean. <laughs> what else is there, you know? So, so they're just sure. looking, you know, they're looking at it like a, a place to play uh, mm-hmm. as soon as possible.
0: Yeah. And, and and look, I get that part of it. Okay. I get that part of it, you know, but there's the thing I've been talking about a lot. And I always say this, there's always a four or five star that's sitting in high school right now. that's going to be coming in as a freshman uh, that is going to challenge you no matter what university you're at. So yeah. I mean, you can't there's... run away from competition. Right. Especially
10: now, you know, and... And, uh it is strange at LSU you know because because recent history you know they're struggling to get one quarterback you know and now right. now they got they got three you know but uh um you know at least at least Kelly was honest I mean he
2: yep I mean if,
10: if that's true you know that's what I was told I mean that it surprised me that he would he would say that but you know maybe, maybe he sees the numbers too you know because he's got more quarterbacks coming in and here's the other thing if Walker Howard's dead, wasn't a former LSU quarterback, and he wasn't from Louisiana. Mm-hmm. Would this be as big a story? You know, I
0: think it would be because I, he's a five star. That's why. Yeah, I, I yeah, think. I think yeah. you look at, at again, again, coming out of high school, being being thought to be a, a, a prodigy type quarterback. I'm surprised he had made, not made more made more inroads up to this point. I really am. That I, that surprised me. That again, that he couldn't overtake Nussmeier for the second string quarterback position. Yeah.
10: Yeah, and and uh, you know I, I always thought it was strange too because I was hearing from the Howard camp, you know, last year that he was content to to redshirt as his, his freshman year, and mm-hmm. I'm thinking, well, why? You know, you don't have an established quarterback coming in. You know, they just got Jaden in January, and mm-hmm. Nussmeyer hadn't shown anything. You know, so I mean, I, I remember I wrote in August that I, I mean I was surprised Jaden was as good as he was. So I, I wrote in August that you know if they weren't if they already had two or three losses at, you know in October just to go with Walker. You know, right. be, because of his uh potential. And I I, I still think he has uh more upside than than the two that is keeping. You know, everybody thought Nussmeier would have transferred. You know, um I don't know. It, it, I I think if I was Kelly I might have said uh I might have gone to Nussmeier and said, "Hey, listen, you if you transfer the, the film you put in the last two games you're going to get a spot you mm-hmm. know and then, and then go with Howard and the, and the freshmen you know kind of kind of motivate the, you know ask Garrett to transfer i mean i'm sure that right. that, that that happens you know and uh i'm sure. surprised you know Nussmeier i mean Nussmeier could definitely if he entered the portal he would get a lot of action oh you better believe it you
0: better believe it well, again, look. Here's the deal. You got to hope Jaden Daniels gets, uh, uh, gets appreciably better, especially again, again, throwing the ball over the middle, throwing guys open. Those are the two uh, really Achilles' heels for him so far. Uh, that's got to be again. He's got to upgrade that to get into the NFL and be, and be a, a competent starter. And then he can stay healthy now, okay? Because again, his legs are one of the things that that really uh, great attributes that make him a really good quarterback uh, going forward. Look, he won a lot of games for this team. He beat Alabama. You know, you don't know, nobody wants to push him out the door, but he's got to get better this year.
10: Yeah, and you know it is surprising though. As good a season as he had, there are people that want to push him out the door, right. you know, uh, because they want these other quarterbacks. And I, and I think those are some people that people get recruiting on the brain too mm-hmm. much. I mean, without Jaden Daniels in the first half of the season, I mean that was the offense. He was the offense, and, and if he you was the offense. One, no doubt. Yeah, and if you had to, because the offensive line was weak, and, mm-hmm. and Walker might have got really hurt if he'd have played early. Same thing oh, yeah. with Nussmeier, but. Mm-hmm. um if you had to pick one MVP of the season, it, there's no question it's Jaden Daniels, and, and no doubt, you know I think it's ridiculous to think he's not, you know, the starter. Like I've heard from some people, uh, right. but you know what's what's amazing is Nussmeier could have transferred to TCU, which is where he's from and where his dad right. coaches. Jamie <laughs> and Walker could have stayed in yes. Baton Rouge, where where his family is. You know, and, and it's crazy. You know, so it's kind it's kind of strange. It would have made more yeah. sense for Nussmeier to transfer to TCU.
0: Well, now you got to hold on to Nussmeier. You can't let him get away after spring. That's that's the other part of this, no doubt. I got one minute left. Tell us about Outkick and what you got coming up for us.
10: Um, you got a you got a piece on uh, the Kentucky-Tennessee basketball game that's at noon tomorrow. I've been writing about Calipari and Kentucky this week. You know, they're amazingly. Uh, their, their Kentucky fans are kind of spoiled. You know, he's off to a he is off to a bad start for for second year and three uh so a lot about that and um also going to be riding over the weekend on uh Olivia Dunn as she uh returns home for the first time Monday since the trouble she had out uh at Utah and mm-hmm. and they're actually going right now. Uh they're at uh Kentucky on on television. Uh Outkick is there uh as well. We do a lot on uh, uh Olivia. But yes. uh and then then be doing more basketball in the coming weeks and the senior bowl
0: coming up. Yep, no doubt about it. Next time we talk, we'll talk about the situation with the Saints for the retention of, uh, of Dennis Allen. Always appreciate your time, my friend. At LSU beat Tweet on Twitter. Glenn, have a fantastic weekend, bud. Okay, thank you. You too. Thank you. That's Glenn Gilbo. Again, uh, outkick.com. Again, don't forget about my friends at Burkhart. That's right. Even over the weekend, heating system not working, AC breaks down, you need help, your generator's not working, uh, you give them a call. Uh, they've got one, of, they got one of their technicians. they got technicians that are on call uh, that will be there quickly with a Burkhart employee answering the phone. Uh, Burkhart, again, available for you even on weekends. That's acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. Again, don't forget about our friends at um, William Grant, Independent family still since 1887, a portfolio of, of, uh, of spirits that are all award-winning. Uh, again, fill your liquor cabinet with, with William Grant products, and don't forget about batch and bottle during this upcoming Mardi Gras season. A great way to bring ready-to-made cocktails to, again, either again the house you're hanging out at, on the neutral ground, on the sidewalk side. Bring batch and bottle, again, to your Mardi Gras parade. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. We'll be right back. Make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's. Hi, folks. Trust is what Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhardt to be there quick, to get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhardt to treat you with respect, to help you save with a fair price, do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhardt always says, trust is the foundation of our business, just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhardt visit acpromise.com that's acpromise.com and Telemeric sent you hey
1: all right welcome to the newly renovated tiktok come on in quick close the
0: door mike you're letting the flies out all right don't start that again hey look we've been back operating almost two months now yeah and your signs just say sorry we're back open Stop. Come on. So what do you think about the new paint job and the repaved parking lot? I think you can put lipstick on a pig, but it's still a... All right, enough is enough. The TikTok Cafe, open 24-7 at the intersection of Causeway and I-10 in Metairie. Take three. All right, folks, Henry's Gym, Malago Tequila, Rekha Vodka, Hottest Spirits on the Market, All-Star lineup of scotches, uh, Glenfitti Scotts Whiskey, Balvini Scotts Whiskey, Grants London Scotts Whiskey, Monkey Shoulder Single Malt, Can't Make a Rusty Nail Without Drambuie. of course, also Telemar Irish Irish Whiskey, Fistful of bourbon whiskey, Hudson bourbon whiskey, and of course, Sailor Jerry rum and Florida rum, Nicaraguan rum, as well as, again, Henrik Deptunia Gin, all of the portfolio of William Grant, Reach for a William Grant product. Thanks to all the sponsors, sponsor our program. Appreciate each and every one of them. Thanks, uh, again, to the audience supporting those sponsors. Go to ericasher.com for a slides of the sponsor sponsor our program. Uh, I want to thank Mike Bazan, also Glenn Gilbo for joining us in the program. Rudy back in studio. Uh, coming up next is Ken Trahan with All Access. And as always, appreciate the audience listening. Podcast will be up shortly after the program ends. Have a wonderful weekend, New Orleans. We'll see you on Tuesday. We be have best of on Monday. Uh, so, as always, we appreciate you guys checking out the program. From the dog catching the gubna, that includes the man. They all got to go.